0: Welcome to Consuming the Craft Podcast. With me is Max Fan. We are coming, uh, not live, but we are at the Craft Beverage Conference in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Max is here representing Inbox Beverage Company. And uh, what do you do, Max?
1: Inbox is a new trend on the market. We build and uh, distribute breweries, distilleries, wineries inside of a shipping container. It's cheaper. It's faster for the user. It gets them excited to build and create their own product.
0: So they pour a pad. Sure. They uh, basically stub in some of the electrical. They stub in some of the plumbing. Drainage, yeah. Yeah, and then shipping the container gets shipped, dropped onto the pad. You plug and play, and then you're basically ready to go as long as you have the licensing.
1: Yep, build those, create those beverages sooner so, and
0: faster. And you guys make breweries, wineries, cideries, distilleries. I mean, I've seen some of the drawings and some of the other things. Sure. Uh, you're innovating on the water treatment side of things.
1: Yep, very excited about the water treatment system. Uh, you know, large breweries have their own multi-million dollar system. Smaller breweries only have that option. Uh, We've created a plug and play solution for, you know, breweries 1,000 barrels to 10,000 barrels to treat their waste so it goes to the city cleaner, healthier, and easier.
0: So the water treatment plants can keep up with the effluent charge that's coming out of the facility,
1: right? That is correct. Yep.
0: That's a really smart thing to do, specifically with the sustainability angle that, uh, you know, this industry in particular. Is uh is we've got to be stewards of our environment. We use a lot of Agreed. water in the brewing process. I mean, anywhere from three and a half volumes to some of these smaller producers, maybe at ten volumes per volume of water.
1: And water, water is a great point. You know, we thought of you know what are ways you know to for breweries to save cost with the system, and we're going to install a flow meter so they can track their wastewater, find ways to lower the amount of water usage overall.
0: Yeah, and like it, well, once you see that number. Oh. I think people will be pretty surprised. Shocked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like blown away by how much water they actually use. 100%. Yeah. I, you know, when we uh, we were looking at some of these smaller systems and like just collecting data, there was a time when we, they were talking about 10 volumes of water per one volume of beer. And that was... It's crazy. That is crazy. And that was before people were, you know, understanding uh, cleaning and sanitizing and how to reuse those chemicals and making yeah. sure they're titrating things. And uh, what, what are, now you've walked the floor here and have you seen some of the innovation that's happening? Yeah. you uh, have talked to tons of folks. Tons. I, I, you really have, <laughs> I'm getting hoarse as well, but what uh, what are some of the things that you were pretty impressed with when you walked the floor?
1: Well, we had this one woman come by and she's building a, she comes by and she says, you guys are doing exactly what we're doing. I'm like, really, no way. She goes through her project, and uh, her project's awesome. She's building a brewery out of 46 containers. Shipping containers. She's building a brewery out of it. Yep. But it's from the outs. From the pictures I saw, she's building the building, and she's putting a brewery inside of it. Yeah, inside of it. Super cool model. Super excited about it. Big footprint. So huge ho-
0: footprint with forty-six containers.
1: I mean, it's a big deal. So that was that was pretty eye-opening to see her do that. I mean, I'm excited for it. it should be fun.
0: Did she say how she was going to link them or connect them together? Or?
1: No, she says she's been in the process for about two years. Wow. And hopefully, she said this spring, like next like next January, February. Can't
0: wait to come check that place out. That would be really, really interesting to see how those containers. Yeah, right next
1: to the Target Field. Smart. Yeah.
0: She'll get Smart. high.
1: A lot of foot traffic, big space. I feel like she said five acres. So that was cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Super then, innovative.
1: Yeah. But a lot of clients, a lot of customers here, a lot of startup breweries here, existing breweries looking to expand. Yeah,
0: that was one of the other things. There's a lot of, you know, you've had people come by and they're like, well, what about your second location? Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait, yeah. Let, wait, hold on. Let's talk. That wait, makes
1: way more sense. Wait, you need so, to expand fermentation? That's great. <laughs> yeah, we, we got that solution. We have
0: that solution right there in I'll hand. send
1: it to you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Here's here's the drawings you need.
1: There <laughs> it is. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Um, one of the other things I saw was a lot of uh, barrel aged like innovation, like a lot of oh. uh, wood products, uh, cubes and twirls, uh, yeah, staves. It's, it's staves and all sorts of crazy like different uh, innovations in that. I was talking to a couple companies, they're saying they can use thirty percent less wood uh, than, or they're using only thirty percent of a barrel, excuse me, to make the same kind of flavor. I thought that that was pretty innovative, and I've seen you know some of the folks with cubes and and a honeycomb kind of stuff, and all sorts of really fun stuff. So we've been having a lot of fun. It's
1: been awesome. Yeah,
0: and uh, we'll continue to uh, update everyone of uh, the innovations that we've seen. Certainly, a lot of of packaging innovations too. I I know I saw like a ton of different can wraps. Yep. And uh, I know that the availability of aluminum is going to be harder for folks to come by, but I've seen a lot of uh, packaging design companies that have come up with solutions. To either kind of sleeve the can or hmm. uh, you know self adhesive labels. I even saw um, bottle tattoos.
1: I haven't seen that. No. Yeah. So
0: it was like a uh, it almost looked like a screen print, printed bottle. Or I, I could see what was like one off and specialty things. But it was one of those things where you could have a bottle with your name and logo and kind of like be pretty innovative in that in that regard.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. met with uh, old friend from Wicked, my Wicked days. Yeah. Alana Nappy, shout out. She uh, works with a company called Craft Peak they do craft Peak. strictly okay. websites for craft breweries
0: i've been to some really really good ones
1: and she does some big ones and Wicked i've been to, weed and
0: yeah, some really really unfortunately some really really uh yeah unusable ones we'll say
1: so if you got a website i mean i'm a user i'm gonna look at it and see see how it goes but from what i saw their stuff is top notch how do people get a hold of you max they want to great uh, question yeah yeah so we have our websites fully launched yeah InboxBeverage.com, and then uh, i have an email max at inboxbeverage.com. And then you can also reach us at info at inboxbeverage as well.
0: So basically all of your fermentation, expansion, planning All needs, these right? wonders. Yep. All yeah. these shipping creations. All over the planet too. Because yeah. it, 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 that's the fun thing about this project is that you can drop ship these things in Costa Rica to Sri Lanka.
1: Everybody wants a second brew pub. Yeah. We'll give it to you faster.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's ready to go. Yeah. You pour the pad, it's plug and play. Love it, Max. Always good talking to you. Cheers. Awesome.
1: Thanks, Jeff.